All right, everybody out there in podcast, radio, land, listening to the internet waves pump through everything else out there. Uh, this, again, is the original full here in the Fool's Forest between Ignite Ridge and Vicodin Valley. Uh, we've been away for a little bit, a couple different things going on, but with me, as always, Papa Fool, Papa Fool is here as well. Uh, so, like I said, guys, we've been kind of off and on with some stuff, trying to keep up with a lot of different things. Obviously, you guys know other things that have been working uh, going on throughout the world, throughout the universe that is podcasts and everything else that's kind of been happening. So this week we wanted to kind of go through just a couple of things and, you know, we've got some more stuff that's been happening in other uh, leagues and other places, but nothing really has been kicked off yet. But we wanted to cut touch on just a couple of things that we've seen in the last few days and weeks that's been going on uh one just updates for the nfl and some moves and things about some stuff that we uh, have kind of seen and some signings some no signings some crazy signings some things that were called that weren't called uh who knows whatever may be happening as far as that then we want to talk about one of the largest nfl contracts to be reset uh that has ever been uh signed by the kansas city chiefs you guys are listening to this you probably know what that is and then we want to kind of compare uh, the most expensive NFL contracted players ever in the history of the game, along with that sentiment. And then, as always, if we got time, we'll get to our Disney Chronicles and kind of continue our uh, takes on those and some stuff that's kind of been happening uh, in different ways, shapes, and forms. So the first thing, we just want to kind of look at some of the big three or four uh, signings or non-signings as far as what's been happening, at least at this particular point and everything else that's kind of been going on. Uh, so the first one that was kind of out there that kind of took everybody by surprise, uh, except as Papa Fool was talking to me uh, on the side about this before we got on here, uh, was saying, hey, you kind of called it. And I, I did somewhat call it. I'm not going to toot my own horn uh, as far as this goes, but Cam Newton to the New England Patriots as far as everything else. Uh, and this has all different kinds of ramifications and all different kinds of trickle down and blow back or whatever it is you want to call it. Uh, you know, as far as what he did and as far as the different uh, contract and what goes into it, in my uh, opinion, as far as this stuff goes uh, for everything else, I, I think, and this is what we talked about before, at least in a couple different ways, um, this is where the New England Patriots, at least in my opinion from a financial standpoint, have always seemed to be playing chess while other teams are playing checkers, at least in my opinion, uh, as far as that stuff goes. So as far as this particular deal, they got it for one year, 1.75, uh, and the guaranteed base is a little over a million dollars for a former Super Bowl quarterback, not a winner, but a Super Bowl quarterback and a former uh, league MVP. So uh, well, and and you know, this is typical New England uh, going for a good deal, and and like everything else that Belichick has his hand in, and don't fool yourself, he has his hand in everything up there. Yeah, it, it's convenient for him to say it's not his call on certain things <laughs> what he doesn't want it to be, but everybody knows that everybody's going to listen to what Bill has to say. But but they've always been good with money and and here again they position themselves to where if this doesn't work hey it was a one-year deal we, we can bail on it and, and and that's that's one of the things that that they've always done it's one of the knocks that some of the players in the league will say about New England is you know they're, they're just short they'll short-term anybody 
Yeah, and then this is the thing, too, that people don't seem to say. you got the base salary, but there's also a pretty good playing time incentives on here that are listed in this as well. Yeah, there's some great incentives there, which is which I think makes sense. I mean, you know, if Cam can do what Cam thinks he can do, uh, he stands to make some good money, and he also stands, if he does that, I'm sure if he gets most hits most of those incentives, they'll be willing to sign him again. Yeah, I mean, this is just one of those things where who knows what's going to happen. And here's the other piece to this, and I know he's – I'm sure he's past the physical, but – Oh, yeah, he's past it. He, would, he wouldn't be there right now if he had Right, yeah. but, but really what is his true physical condition? Has it affected him? Has his, is his back okay? Is his right. shoulder okay? Is his knee and yeah. his ankle? Everything he's already yeah. had hurt. At the age of 31, is exactly. it going all okay? And and the style he plays leads to that question, too. I mean, he's not a drop-back pocket passer. Uh, the style of quarterback that he plays is going to – Well, I mean, that's, that's what he's played at least at this point. There's exactly. no telling what they're trying but, to basically yeah. build in New England – uh, to basically acquiesce, and, and he's going to have to buy into the system. Well, I think you know you got enough rings that I think most major league yeah. players at any level will say, "Hey, you've won this many." I think it's an easy buy-in at least for that point. And one of the things <coughs> we try to stay away from controversy as much as we can uh, that came out of this. Richard Sherman, in his infinite wisdom, said this was a sham uh, for what Cam basically should have been worth, and is saying, "Hey, listen, you know." Is this a steal? Yes. Is Cam Newton worth this? Uh, according to the market in the NFL, no. I think uh, it has to do with back problems in college, car wreck, bad shoulder, torn shoulder, shoulder surgeries. All that stuff plays into it, and this is what the market dictates. Uh, do I think he's worth a lot more money than his salary? Absolutely. But he waited. New England waited. Yeah. Nobody else came well, a call. Well, and, and we'll get into this when we get into the, the highest contracts as to what's affecting that. And I think that plays into it, too. And I think we, we can talk about, well, obviously what's going on in the country today with the pandemic has some effect on that as oh, well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, but we'll talk about that when we get to these other high contract deals. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, without a doubt, as far as all that kind of stuff uh, basically goes into it. So... That, again, was probably the first thing was Cam Newton basically getting signed. The next one uh, that ended up actually working out uh, was a free agent. Uh, well, a restricted free agent possibility with a franchise tag with Derrick Henry uh, and the Tennessee Titans. A lot of people were wondering if they were going to sign him uh, to new money and all these other different kinds of things. Or because they signed Tannehill, the, in my opinion, an overinflated contract uh, as far as that. Uh, the Titans did find a way to actually get this thing done without too much of an issue uh, for all those different kinds of things. And I think it was good by them. You know, at the end of the day, uh, and like I just said, I think they overpaid for a converted wide receiver from Texas A&M quarterback played for Miami with Ryan Tannehill. Uh, but, you know, they know better than I do what they want out of all this well, stuff I, I, and, and everything and else. This goes along with kind of what we're going to talk about with these high contracts. I, th I think there's all these factors in. First of all, Derrick Henry's a running back. And whether people want to – I don't believe this, but, but the, the take in, in, in pro football is you can plug in a running back. Uh, I don't, you can't plug in a Derrick Henry in my opinion, but, but 
running backs have become – it's a plug-in. You can find a running back, you can plug in. Well, and that's where the thing, the market dictates running backs are somewhat disposable by some people's imagination yeah. uh, as far as all this stuff. Uh, but, you know, for Derrick Henry, he's going to make upwards of 10 to $12 million a year, uh, signing bonuses every single year off of this stuff um, and everything else. I, I think it was – it's impressive by the Titans to figure out a way. Now, they've got some other pieces, but I think it was really good by them. Uh, to find a way to get Tannehill and Henry both signed well, for multi-year and, contracts. And, yeah, and all these are moving pieces of the puzzle for every team. You've got to juggle these caps. And let's face it, the, the Titans have been snakebed at quarterback for the last several years. Almost I a mean, decade since Steve McNair. Yeah, I mean, so. and, and on paper, some of the people they got looked like they'd be great. But you know as well as I do, that doesn't really mean a whole lot. Yeah, paper Tannehill do came anything. in and performed. Uh, you know, half loaves better than none, I guess you could say. Pretty I, much, I, yeah. I, I, it would be hard to say, let's not keep him around another year. Has he got another year like last year in him? I don't know, probably not. But if he, if he even comes close to what he did last year, I think that will be good performance. Yeah, and so, like I said, I think Derrick Henry was – it was good by them. Uh, to figure out a way to get both of them signed. Everybody says, well, Henry's only a three-year, four-year deal. Well, guess what? You know, he's already played three years. The life of an NFL running back is very, very right. small. Uh, so, I think a three-year deal is pretty fair for a running back uh, going into the future. And, and here again, going back, I'm going to bring it up again, the, the COVID situation also in the – somewhere in here, it may not be in the top five – parts of a deal, but it's got to be affecting what, what I, you can't, I have a feeling a lot of these agents are telling their, their, uh, their players, hey, you know, we can't sit around and hope that this will come around and be a big number for you by, and hold it out till training camp, yeah. not this year. Oh, yeah. So, again, that's where you see a lot of different things basically have been happening there. Uh, and then the last one, which we're obviously going to have a little bit of a take on this, uh, is Dak Prescott, who is still, at this moment when we're recording this, is still not signed uh, by the Dallas Cowboys. A lot of things come out of this. Uh, I think this is um, a grave miscarriage of just competency and financial stability by the Dallas Cowboys. Um, is he taking you to the Super Bowl and everything else? No. But – what was your Super Bowl? What was your quarterback situation going from Troy Aikman till now? Everybody says Tony Romo. Tony Romo didn't win more than one playoff game. Um, Dak Prescott has gotten you there, and he's basically got you out of the funk. That was a quarterback <clears throat> revolving door from all these different things, and for him not to be signed, I think is absolutely ridiculous. Well, uh, does he need to be paid? You know, like another contract we're going to talk about, I don't think at least to that level. Uh, but I definitely think he needs to have some long-term uh, stability. I think he's earned that. Uh, he's been stand-up. He's done some things off the field that are obviously questionable. I don't know if there's very many left in his caliber that hasn't, <laughs> unfortunately. Well, but uh, I think – and I know they got a new coach. And I know they got all this. You know, let's put this bluntly as we could. Jerry's – Jerry's getting up there, Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. He wants one more Super Bowl before he kicks the bucket uh, and leaves. And, you know, I think Dak could do that for him. They've got other things that they've got to fix. Here's the thing. What year is he going into now? 
uh, for Dak, as far as his stuff, yeah. I believe he's going into his uh, fourth, year? fourth or fifth year. Should be fifth year uh, as far as everything else uh, goes into it. You know, it's interesting how over the last decade that people think. Yeah, he's going into uh, what would be his fifth year. Okay. So it's four years, yeah. It's interesting how the last decade the, the perception has changed that, that a quarterback from college should be able to step right in off onto the field the first year and win and understand the NFL. Now there's exceptions. Patrick Mahomes is going to be one that we're going to talk about. But historically, if you look at it, a lot of the great quarterbacks weren't real great for their first three or four years in the no. league. And, no. and And you get seasoned. People learn about you. You learn about the league. The one thing I can say about Dak, at least from my perspective and watching him, Dak doesn't hurt you a lot of times. Now, he may not have as good a game, game to game, as you'd like for him to have, but he's not throwing interceptions a lot. He's not doing stupid stuff. He's – and here again, you're at the mercy of of who your sporting staff is too. So – yeah, I think they're dropping the ball. What What's interesting about this is, throwing the COVID thing back in here, the quarterback position is the one that seems to be least affected in contract numbers this year by this whole thing. I mean, quarterback is still the driving engine of, of contracts and, and money in the NFL. So, Oh, yeah, man. I, and, and, and if Dallas doesn't realize that, they're foolish. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing that people – uh, I think that's where they've kind of dropped the ball in Dallas as far as this stuff goes and everything else uh, that's basically happened to it. So those are just some of our takes on some of the things that's been happening, some wins, some losses, some things like that. And then you've got the largest NFL contract ever signed now, jumping into Patrick Mahomes. Uh, is he worth it? Everything else. So, you know, when I originally saw uh, all these other different kinds of things and all this other stuff as far as – and I saw the number, you know, what, $504 million. Yeah. The initial knee-jerk gut reaction is that's absolutely yeah. insane because if you're doing the basic math, 10 years, $504 million, that's $50 million a year. It, it's not actually. Um, it's not actually that situation. If you basically go through and look at some of these other different kinds of things that are going on, all right, with this stuff and everything else that they've kind of set up, uh, I think that they may be able to get away with some of this uh, because they've got roster bonuses and some of these other well, things. And, and you've got the stars have got to align perfectly for him to get all that money. Correct. And you've and, got and, some and other things. You know, people go back and if you look at his base salary, what he's getting paid on some of this, he's getting like some of his base salary isn't is like two and a half, three million dollars. And then it goes up. He has roster bonuses where if he's on the roster for every week and then he doesn't get, doesn't hurt, get hurt, that's where that basically kicks in. So they're basically paying him. But look at last year. They're paying him for prorated. Well, I mean, a perfect example, look at last year. He was out a couple of games. Exactly. So, so he wouldn't so, make. So, you know, he there's would, already uh, uh, so a him for the fact that, well, he won't play every game. If you read this, and exactly, and that's going to save them literally millions of dollars in cap room. So 
if you read the contract, and I was lucky enough to actually do this and break it down to the year 2031, which imagine that's how far this contract runs. I think the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes have come to um, a very good deal. Now, if they go out and Mahomes wants to change the deal again and you know go back and want to manipulate it and the Chiefs want to manipulate it or something else, that's another story well, and let's for be another honest. time. Let's be honest. Let's look at all the big-time players that have been around a club for a long time. Brady was a perfect example. How many times did he rework his contract? Well, I mean, he reworked it every year and, for the and last they five, would six years. do it years, to be yeah. able to allow to get some other talent. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, well, you're getting ready to get into it, one of the things we're going to talk about. I, I, I can sit here and say unequivocally that whatever the terms of that contract are or all the possibilities of that contract are will never be realized. No, he, it won't, he won't get paid $504 million. No. So – my, At least not through this contract. Not through this contract. Maybe in his career, in, but well, in his lifetime. In his lifetime, he's already right. got sponsorship deals. He actually also bought part of the Kansas City Royals yeah. uh, in the last couple of days as well. So I he's going to make more money. He seems like off he's a field. sharp guy. I don't know who his agent is, but but I think Mahomes will make some good decisions. So, but hey, you know what? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean. He's the hot ticket right now. I, we all know consistency is what matters. Yeah. So and, we'll, and to we'll me, see. though, and like I said, my knee-jerk reaction was when I heard the numbers, I said it's absolutely overpaying. It's ridiculous. I go back and read it. I think, is he worth this contract? Absolutely. I think he's absolutely worth this contract because the way it's written and what goes into it and what that brings you because – Having a star Super Bowl winning, which is what he is now, well, quarterback is beyond um, comparison and beyond basically well, and, value. And, and they're compensating him for what he has done already yeah. because he was certainly underpaid based on how he performed. Yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> I mean and nobody would have anticipated that he, he was would getting, have gone. I mean, yeah, right. Nobody thought because right. what he got signed for was literally – you know, just unbelievable the amount of revenue and stuff he brought in uh, for all that other stuff. So he is one of the only players, and this is where we're going to get into this next topic kind of connected. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is only the sixth NFL player ever to get a 10-year or longer guaranteed deal. Now, that doesn't mean that the players we're going to talk about actually lasted 10 years. Most of these players didn't. But he's only there's only been six players – they get a 10-year contract, uh, at least at this particular point. So we're going to kind of go through this list uh, and see whether or not it was worth the 10-year deal or more and all these other different kinds of things. So, again, that's the situation. He finds himself in some pretty interesting uh, yeah. standing and everything else that kind of goes into it uh, as far as all these other different kinds of things. So the first one that he matches up with, with the other five, because Mahomes makes six, uh, is Brett Favre and the Packers in 2001. Ten years for $100 million. That just cannot compare you 19 years later. Well, $10 million a year for a quarterback would be nothing uh, in today's world. Did he last those ten years? No. He did not last those ten no. years when Aaron Rodgers took over and everybody got mad uh, in 2008. And then he started his wonderful campaign through the Vikings and the Jets and all the other wonderful people. So he people. made it through seven. Though. He made it through seven so out 70% of those teams. 70% of, the time of that. Of that. Uh, but, but you know what? And by NFL terms, that's, that's pretty doggone good. That's pretty doggone good. <laughs> so for Brett Favre, that's not bad. 
Uh, Drew Bledsoe in March, same year, March of 2001, <laughs> 10 years with the New England Patriots uh, for $103 million. Uh, in hindsight, is this worth it? No. No. What happened? Week two, he's playing, what, the Jets, I think it was. Or the, no, the Bills. He was playing the uh, Bills and gets hurt, and he got Wally Pipped. I was going to say, that's exactly what I said. It's Wally Pipp time. Yeah, if you're those of you who don't know, Wally Pipp uh, got replaced by who was it? Luke Gehrig. Luke Gehrig and never saw the field again. <laughs> saw Drew Bledsoe is NFL's <laughs> version. Drew Bledsoe gets hurt and never saw the field again. Why? Because Tom Brady well, took over. Well, at least well, yeah, Tom he Brady. Around. He bounced around, but he played but, for but Buffalo. The contract. Yeah, was, uh, he played for Buffalo for a year. The same team that injured him the week, yeah. the year before. Uh, so, was he worth the deal? Without a doubt, no. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> I don't know who Kansas City has, but <laughs> if there's somebody behind me, Patrick Mahomes gets hurt because I mean, Drew Bledsoe didn't win one, but he well, took and, him to and, a Super Bowl. And so, in your first, in your first two examples there, yeah. you have complete opposites. I yes. consider Brett, obviously Brett's was worth worth it. the seven year I mean, deal. But, yeah, but I think the the bigger piece to this is how many of them make the ten years. Yeah. But then, then also you can argue were they yeah. were they uh, Worth performer, and I yeah. think you know the answer there. So I mean, Drew, I mean Drew, I mean could it be a Kansas City deal where yeah, <laughs> where he gets Wally where they play the game? Mahomes gets Wally pipped. I That's doubt right. that very seriously. I, I, I hope not. But, but Drew Bledsoe took him to a Super Bowl, yeah, yeah. lost to Brett Favre right. in '96, yeah. but he took him to one. Uh, Donovan, next one, Donovan McNabb, twelve years. 115 million on September of 2002. Um, was this worth it? You know, at the end of the day, uh, he lasted nine more seasons. So you could say yes. He did take him to a Super Bowl where they lost uh, to the Patriots again. Uh, you know, it's the Patriots are coming up a lot here. So 12 years, 115 million dollars. You know, I, that's one of those deals where you get eight, nine years out of it. Uh, here again. He's one of those quarterbacks that I, I, I think, with one glaring exception, yeah, uh, make good decisions. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. You know, with a glaring exception, I'm talking about it's just one game. Yeah, exactly. The 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 game where uh, it went into overtime. Yeah, I know. And yeah. uh, it ended up being a tie. He tie. said, I, "I thought we played till there was a winner." I didn't know we could have ties. <laughs> yeah, they played Pittsburgh, I think, in that game. As far so, as that stuff. But, but uh, yeah, I think obviously his career is reflective of the fact that he was worth the money, and, and especially in Philadelphia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's a whole other level there. Uh, the next 10-year guy, Dante Culpepper. Uh, this Ooh. is another one where I'm not going to put him on Drew Brees' category because he last – I mean, not Drew Brees. No, um, Bledsoe. Bledsoe. Yeah. Excuse me, Drew Bledsoe. I'm linking of another stat we're going to get to in a second. Um Culpepper lasted two seasons. Uh, got hurt in 05. Again, just like, you know, Bledsoe, not his fault. But after that, it was never really the same. He got traded away. So, again, there's another 10-year deal where it's not yeah. really worth nope. uh, the situation and the circumstance. Uh, and then the next one, at least at this particular point, was Michael Vick, uh, the last of the great six as far as the biggest contracts, uh, which what was deemed as the largest one ever. Ten years, $130 million um, in 04. How do you basically rate this? I'll be honest, considering what he could have done and what he still did after the fact, I think this, is again, is getting away uh, with a pretty good deal despite the fact of the lack of 
just, gosh, Almighty, trying to basically favor some things off the field instead of your on the field. Well, and, and that that here again, yeah. Let's point to the in his case, it's the off the field thing that killed him. Yeah, I mean, it was not uh, even a question. No. It had nothing to do with on the field performance. I Everything mean, on the if, field if was you unbelievable. Look, if you look at his performances, <laughs> just take the well, performances he had and he goes, for his entire career, when he came back. And he gets incarcerated for two years right. and comes back and plays for the Eagles. And plays well. But he basically came in with literally little to no knowledge of the offense right. and still took him to the playoffs. Yeah. That's to me, is just unbelievable. So I thought the 10-year contract for Michael Vick at the time was absolutely – Absolutely seemed like a good deal. And then one of the little notes that we made here as far as this, <laughs> which talked about this is just longevity of contracts. One of the longest quarterback contracts – quarterback. I didn't say NFL. You noticed yeah, that. right. Uh, was Steve Young with a 43-year deal uh, with the USFL, which I don't even remember what team he played for uh, as far as the USFL. Wasn't it out – I think it was out west. Was it the Stars? I think it remember. was L.A. I think it was L.A. I think it was L.A. and the Stars uh, with the USFL. Lord, I mean, go back and watch 30 for 30 on it, I guess. Oh, no, excuse me. It was L.A. It's the L.A. Express. Yeah, the Express. There it is right there in the uh, research here that we've been doing. He signed a 43-year contract, and supposedly <clears throat> it was a guaranteed four-year deal. Uh, with some money up front, four million up front. Yeah, and, but and, but then but then you were only got, and they here again. Let's look at the time. You're playing for the USFL first of all, but you got four million up front, and then it was like two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand. It comes up to another eight hundred thousand for the amount of time he was there. So he got four million, four point eight million. But the other thing here, and the, I I made this statement on here several months ago, and I find out I'm wrong. Although everybody has has expounded on this and, and gone with this myth that he was going to be paid for another 37 years. No, he's not Bobby Bonilla. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and because there was an annuity clause yeah. that if he had opted to fund the annuity, he would still be getting paid almost a million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. But it says in this article, they quote him, he says, the, the problem that I had with that annuity, it was going to be in the owner's name which really would have been better because it wasn't in the team's name. It was in the owner's name. Well, he just didn't, he didn't feel think. good about it, so he took a buyout on that annuity of eight to $900,000. Yeah, and he didn't want to basically and, and he think. Could, and it could have paid was, him 30-something million. Steve probably. Young was right because he figured that the owner and everything probably wouldn't survive another. Well, we know who – well, I'm not going to get into it. No. But, but ultimately, we know who – Took the USFL down. Well, exactly. If you watch the thirty for thirty, is you know who broke the USFL or who bankrupted the USFL or Small Potatoes is what's the name of the thirty for thirty. Yeah. Uh, if you ever want to watch that, and, and they were honestly, it was quality football. And, uh, in my opinion, if they had leveraged it right, they could have eventually done what the a- AFL had done. Yeah, but they, they very well could have merged with the NFL. Some of their teams. Yeah with the NFL. So just kind of moving along those lines here and kind of looking at that, you know, you got Mahomes that people are going to look at as everything else. He's one of the big six players ever to sign a 10-year longer. He's also now, at least for some of these years, uh, looking at some of this stuff, uh, people are going to say he's going to be some of the most expensive players uh, going on here. So this is kind of the last little thing we'll get into this week, but some of the most expensive players that are going to be on contract uh, as far as this, Mahomes uh, next year will basically be looking at, <clears throat> excuse me, all right, for all these other different kinds of things, he's looking at being about $22 million 
uh, on the cap hit. He is not – he's barely – and this is what blows my mind. He's not even going to be on the top – let me count here – top 15 most expensive players per year per year because Alex Smith is actually going to be more per year on the cap for the Washington football team now <laughs> can't say what they were because I just thought about that last time we did a podcast in this last one they're now the Washington football team uh named to be determined we'll see how that goes well, well, I got another, several I'm not gonna well we're not going to get some good that. ones that's, that I've just, heard that's just that are, that are actually politically but, correct He's not even going to be well, the top. Here's the thing, but th- then you get back into weighing, you know, how many years are, are on these contracts. Yeah, but, but most of these aren't ten-year deals. But, that but are up here. let's, how many of those are quarterbacks too? Well, I think they're all quarterbacks. Uh, there you uh, go. Every single one of the most expensive ones uh, up here is a I quarterback. I think I saw there was maybe one or two that weren't. No, there's not. They're all quarterbacks. They're all quarterbacks. Okay. Uh, Drew Brees is at the top. With over thirty-five and a half million dollars a year yeah. uh, for his cost, and then the last on this top fifteen is Alex Smith, which would be twenty-two nine million. Mahomes next year is going to be uh, looks like about twenty-two five, twenty-two five, so another four hundred thousand dollars less than Alex Smith is going to cost in cap money. So that again goes back to show you the initial gut reaction is: is it worth it? You know, no, you don't think of it, but. The way you can manipulate – and manipulate a bad, is a bad word to say here, but the way you can massage and negotiate all this stuff in these contracts well, is just absolutely insane. And none of these guys, none of these guys on here are locked in for more than five years. Well, and, and, and I, that's what I was going to say. And even with a five-year lock-in – there's nothing to say. There's Those no contracts thing. can't be renegotiated. Well, a lock-in is a bad word to put in the NFL yeah. because if y'all don't know this – no such thing in the NFL. Right. Nothing's locked in. Right. They can cut your paycheck in a heartbeat for anything. An injury can totally blow it out. Well, of water. But there are certain clauses that can well, but, but guarantee I mean, you injury compensation, co- injury but you're not going to make. But you're not going to get the money. Full contract. Yeah, you're not going to get the right. full contract. So, uh, again, guys, this week, you know, Cam Newton, some other stuff, absolutely crazy signings, good signings by folks, some head scratchers, biggest contract. Now in we just got to see if we're going to play. Yeah. Well, that's. <laughs> Again, we don't. We're trying to avoid all that. This is a podcast to avoid all those talks because Lord knows there's enough of them with people that have the knowledge and don't have the knowledge. But and that may be a topic for us next week or we'll next see. couple. Well, not that, but in the last couple of days, players that have chosen to sit the season out. Yeah, it's going to That's getting interesting. It's, it's getting ready to it's affect rolling. A few I mean, folks. that 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 yeah. uh, there were two or three today. Bigger names too. Yeah, that are going to affect a lot of people. But biggest contract in the history of NFL ever signed as far as a dollar amount and also uh, just looking at all that with Patrick Mahomes. Well, I was just, – just to put some perspective on this, and I gave you this book when I was a young man. And oh, Joe yeah. Namath, Joe Namath came out of Alabama, and, and they made a big deal about – that. this was the title of the book about Joe Namath signing with the New York Jets. The four hundred thousand dollar quarterback. Yeah, and that was like obscene to most people. And so, was, just think about that. And what year? I mean, what year 63? was that? So, yeah, nineteen sixty-three. Are you going to do an inflation calculator? Uh, well, let's see if Joe was worth it. We're going to see how much <laughs> Joe would have basically been worth. So, Joe, I remember that four hundred thousand dollars. As far as all that, Joe would have been worth. 
$3.3 million. <laughs> yeah. In today's money, in today's money, it's $3.3 million for Joe Willie Namath, NFL Hall of Famer and legend. Upset in Super Bowl history. That is just absurd to show how crazy, how crazy these contracts have gotten because even – I mean, we just read this, $10 million in the early 2000s. Now you've got a $35 million a year in Drew Brees, a $24 million a year in Mahomes. Well, and, and, and TV has driven this. Yeah, and that's all those other But that's a whole other things. issue. But that's just absolutely crazy uh, to look at that. And, yeah, I've read that. You gave me that book when I was a lot younger. I read that story, and it was just crazy how people got saying that's absurd. Yeah. That a football player could get paid that much money in the United States. That's – $3.3 million, you got guys that wouldn't even play this year. That didn't play this year right. because they weren't getting paid $3 million. They were getting paid $3 million. So, again, guys, uh, that's this week talking about contracts and some other stuff. Uh, we hope you guys have enjoyed it. I uh, hope you guys are staying safe and healthy. This is the Backwards Fool, the original Fool. Papa Fool. Coming to you guys from the Fool's Forest in your Ridge, Viking Valley. Please make sure you guys check us out on Spotify, on Twitter, hashtag T-B-F-O-O-L-S, T-B-Fools. Uh, Instagram, same handle there, T-B-F-O-O-L-S. We're on, like I said, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, you name it. You can find us on some kind of podcast format out there in the radio wave podcast waves that are out there we hope you guys have enjoyed it catch you on the flip side stay safe stay healthy talk to you soon